0: Log Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from Micah Parsons Barber's House. It's the Fourth and Inches show with Jana <laughs> and the Sherpa. Jana, uh, congratulations to your Cowboys for knocking my yeah. Giants off on Thanksgiving Day. But um, Giants hung tough for um, a good they part did. of the game, and I think ultimately the better team won there. But uh,
1: Anyway, we're out chair. of contention
0: for a top-five draft pick next year, so I might as well root for them to uh, do as well as if, possible. Uh, and make the
1: if play. the season started today, the entire NFC East would be in the playoffs. Who would have thought?
0: Yeah, that's uh, kind of a scary thought. But uh, we have all sorts of exciting things to look <laughs> forward to uh, this week, including a, a Blue Bowl, which we don't have too often. But we do. But the Jacksonville or, playing this week so Blue's uh Blue the Cat is really it. excited She's about that a tough one. It <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> should be it's actually <laughs> likely to be one of the better games too, but um
1: it is and
0: um just quick rant here. No teams on yeah. bye last week. Two teams on bye we this week, not so bad. Ugh. Next week we've got six teams on a bye in the final week of the um you know fantasy uh, regular season for most uh, leagues and in the one dynasty league that you and I are both in. I think the playoffs begin next week and the teams are not
1: beginning for next week. And then it's me. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. But for me, they, they
0: might be beginning. And for the second year in a row, if I make it, I'll be sons, Jonathan Taylor, who has a 14 by for the second year in a row. So somewhere the, the football gods are not happy with me for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't know what you did, but you might need to sacrifice a chicken or something like in Major League. You got you got to change that you yeah. do somehow. Also, for as many as like, the, like this is a 32 team league, and it's people who are literally their jobs are are around the NFL and like they're invested in this. How is this still possible that this is when the playoffs start? Like, how did we not fix this?
0: Uh, there was a pretty big argument about it last year, which I was on the short end of. But uh,
1: Anyway, of course, I have.
0: Yeah, I, I was on the short end of the stick, but hopefully by the time our teams are uh, real contenders, uh, that'll be fixed.
1: Well, one day I'm not going to be starting Tommy Tremble at tight end, and things might be looking up. But <laughs> no,
0: but you have. Sorry, uh, Sorry Tommy Tremble and his
1: family, but I. Not, things are tough. Things are tough all over. Although I do have, oh, you have the Mike pleasure White of having two quarterbacks. Now, so. Exactly. Got a good problem Mike to have White this year.
0: Bryce Parkins is the other one, or no?
1: Um and uh, Taylor Heineke. So almost oh, almost well, the whole
0: Taylor Heineke is definitely no. a, a reasonable just, starting quarterback. I just had to buy Maybe my time
1: till it. till Carson once decided he was hurt. So you know we we only lost half a season with no quarterback, but he's okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's um, so, as Sharp alluded to, we do have some teams on by this week. We'll get there in just a minute. But we have everything you need short of being able to change when playoffs start in your fantasy league and in ours. We have everything they need to guide you to victory, be it your season long, your daily fantasy pick. We're going to give you all of our game predictions, who to start, who to sit. We've got injuries. We've got waiver wires. Uh, we've got people who are just not good at their job and getting benched. We we can solve all of your problems. So stick around. We'll be here for a full hour. We'll be here until 9:30 p.m. Eastern Time if you're listening live, or if you're listening after the fact. Okay, we'll be here for 60 minutes. Start and go as you please. <laughs> and if this just isn't enough, Is because quite frankly, be? how how could it be? <laughs> Come and go. You've got 20 minutes till the injuries are done. It's a long list, oh. um, but. You can find us all week long all over social media. If you need to rant about when your playoffs start or maybe you're also having positional woes, come find us. We're on Facebook at the City Passure yeah. People should be excited about it. We got we got a lot of cat action here. Um you can find us on Twitter at the number four THN inches show at JKIM one six and fantasy underscore Sherpa. And you can email us at the number four THN inches show at gmail.com dot That's the number four THN inches show at gmail.com And we're with you every Wednesday night from eight to nine PM Eastern time or in this case eight thirty. Uh and you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. If you miss an episode, you just really need to relive, you know, the, the turmoil of last year of Jonathan Taylor not being able to play in the first week of the playoffs for Sherpa. Um, you want to have some PTSD, by all means. <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> this
0: is the 13th show of our 13th season. so It is.
1: Hopefully that's good luck, not bad luck. So we're we're going to keep our I fingers hope so. crossed. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll our team Try do to good. avoid
0: walking uh, under any ladders for the next hour. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's definitely try to avoid that. Especially since we both have cats in the house that are always actively trying to yeah. kill us. So yes. we'll we'll dive right in, get get all the bad stuff out of the way. Uh, two teams on a bye this week, as Sherpa mentioned, the Cardinals and the Panthers. So, so those of you who had the gunslinger Baker Mayfield at quarterback, we'll we'll find some answers for you. Maybe it's Mike White,
0: uh,
1: but we'll take a look at the Falcons first.
0: Taylor, to keep?
1: Could be Taylor Heineke. It's not a bad, not a bad life. Um, it certainly helps if you have running backs or tight ends. You know those, those things do help make a team go. So. <laughs> the Falcons are uh, dealing with some tight end problems of their own. Kyle Pitts is officially done for the season with that knee injury. He's he's not going to be coming back. They are hoping maybe maybe not. It's just it's not going to happen. So until next year, Kyle Pitts. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep picking it. And the Falcons. So spoiler alert, that's coming up. Uh, they're also dealing with several defensive line injuries, a couple of defensive ends. It's it's not looking so fly, uh, but it could be a high-scoring games, so you have that in your pocket. Out in Baltimore, definitely uh, a little more of the walking wounded here, and that's not just because they keep losing games in the last two minutes, uh, which. It would be nice if they could fix that, but they're still a playoff team right now, and to keep it that way, they're going to need some guys to get healthy. One of those being Lamar Jackson, who missed time last week because he was sick. He played today. He left practice early with a quad injury. He's going to play through it, but again, something did to he keep tweet an eye about on. it? not yet, but he did he did talk extensively about how bad he felt that he fell on Ronnie Stanley's ankle last week and was what, who hurt him. Um, Ronnie Staley did come back to practice today, his right tackle, Um, so that's a good sign. It looks like he's going to try to play this week. He sprained his ankle because Lamar fell on him. Um, J.K. Dobbins, running back, who is designated to come off IR for the second time this year with a knee injury. He had a second knee procedure. He practiced today. He was, quote, looking quick, so people don't use that to describe me or the Sherpa, so I'm feeling like J.K. Dobbins has a better chance of playing in an NFL game this week than we do, but they'll probably be a little conservative. I wouldn't be surprised if they wait till next week. Also worth noting that Marlon Humphrey is not practicing, and a couple other guys in their their secondary are, are injured and questionable, so another one of the set of issues that the, the Ravens are going to have to overcome this week. Keep an eye on that as it comes down to game time. Out in Buffalo, we've got the first of our – two Thursday night teams, so we've got a couple of guys already ruled out for this week, one of those being Von Miller, who is dealing with what they're calling a lateral meniscus tear. In an MRI, it's not terrible structural damage or anything like that. Seven to ten days, they're going to take a look at him again. My cat's already yelling about this. She's apparently got strong feelings on Von Miller and the Bills. <laughs> they are, they are uh, dealing with a little bit of the flu going through the team as well, but in better news for them, Center Mitch Morse was a full part- participant at practice today and yesterday. It looks like he is on track to hopefully play this week as their center, which certainly would make Josh Allen's life a little easier. Other than that, they're dealing with the perpetual defensive injuries, but they're getting a little healthier. So that's, that's better than nothing in Chicago. Oh, the bears <laughs> in true bears fashion. Covered about is there. 20- And 28 minutes before game time on Sunday, it looked like maybe Nathan Peterman was going to be their quarterback. Justin Fields, that we talked about last week, was dealing with a shoulder injury. They decided late last week to shut him down for the week. They didn't want to risk getting him hurt. I I appreciate that Justin Fields wanted to play, but they sat him. Uh, Trevor Simeon was named the starter, and about 30, 40 minutes before game time, his oblique tightened up on him. He went to the locker room. Poor Nathan Peterman, with about 28 seconds notice, had to start trying to warm up. Trevor Simeon came back. He did play quarterback. He is not practicing right now. He hasn't practiced all week with this oblique injury. They're not sure if Justin Fields is going to play this week against the Packers. It seems like they're leaning towards no. Depending on how Trevor Simeon goes, Nathan Peterman might be your Bears starting quarterback this week. (laughs) Um, I mean, maybe there's a, a world where it could be Nathan Peterman and Jordan Love duking it out. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, outside of the quarterback position, wide receiver also took a hit this week. Darnell Mooney is on injured reserve. He is done for the year with an ankle injury. Dante Pettis isn't practicing. He's sick. It's not COVID, but he's not feeling good. And Chase Claypool also was limited today. He's dealing with a knee injury. They're dealing with a couple injuries at so secondary as well. There there are a lot of injuries in Chicago and a lot of question marks, so I wouldn't put a lot of these guys down in your lineup if you don't have a really strong plan B. Um, speaking of plan Bs, let's go to Cincinnati. DeMar Chase, who thought maybe he was going to play last week, then he decided not to. Uh, he said he held himself out as a precautionary reason. He's going to play football this week. We're pretty excited about it we being me who has him on three teams (laughs) he was limited today uh with that fifth injury he he's been dealing with seems like he's on track to play I guess it'll come down to whether or not he decides to pull himself out but it looks like he's gonna play this week Joe Mixon however a little more questionable he is dealing with a concussion he was kind of a late scratch last week he did return to practice just limited but he was at practice today so that's a step in the right direction, he's hoping to play, but he's gotta get out of concussion protocol first. Out in Cleveland, uh not sure if anyone heard, but they are Where's gonna your starting the <laughs> one Deshaun Watson, who also has not made any media availability this week, despite being today is a normal the day for the Browns quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Um also of uh, note he, Well, my cat also really got a lot to say here. Sorry if you terror. Um Tony Busby, who's representing the two or three dozen women that filed charges against Deshaun Watson, has rented a, a box, and 10 of those women will be at the game in Houston. These messages you can run, but you can't hide from us. So this is going to be uh, a spectacle in all areas, it seems like. Unfortunately,
0: My we're going to actually watch it.
1: It probably will. <laughs> We'll get to some interesting crowd situations when we get out west here in a few minutes. Um, Cleveland is going to start Deshaun Watson. No one's really sure how good he's going to be. It's only been, you know, 200 weeks or something. It's been like two years since he played football. So I'm um, not sure we're going to get out of that. Uh-huh. But also worth noting, all of their cornerbacks are injured, primarily concussed, which is not great. And tight end David Njoku is not practicing. He's dealing with a knee injury. Does not look like it's in the most promising shape to play come this weekend. Um, but here we go. Cleveland's going to Houston. Let's see what happens. And and let's turn to America's favorite train wreck, and that is my Dallas Cowboys. Um we all heard how they're very deep in Odell Beckham Jr. sweepstakes, which seems to be wrapping up in the next week, two weeks, whatever. I guess he's waiting to see who's going to win more games. I'm not really sure what we're waiting for, but we're waiting for something. Um, but he was escorted off a plane uh, just the other day because he was going in and out of consciousness, couldn't really figure out what was going on. They said it was a medical issue. Jerry Jones. <laughs> Jerry Jones went on national radio yesterday and said, no big deal, he's our guy. Not even concerned about this. <laughs> so the Cowboys are in mid-season form, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> they least off the field. Come
1: on down. <laughs> it's fine. Stab a teammate pregame, get on out there. You're starting. It's that uh, A mere plain potential issue will not stop any of this from happening. If anything, he might get more of a contract offer. But he is not a Cowboy yet. So a few guys who are that you want to keep an eye on. Uh, Safie Javon Kurse is limited practice. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. It looks pretty questionable. It would be very nice to have him out on the field. Same thing with a couple other big names, Trayvon Diggs, Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, dealing with some injuries. Big, in practice, he's sick. There is a really nasty flu going around. I don't know if any of you have been hit by it yet, but, like, there is there's a really nasty of flu. And when I see a guy out for illness for a couple of days, I'm feeling bad about it because it didn't look good. Um, Demarcus Lawrence is dealing with a foot injury. Michael Gallup, a wide receiver, didn't practice. He's also sick. And wide receiver James Washington is designated to return from IR, so he might might be out there this week. Hard to say, uh, but within the next two weeks, he'll be playing football. And uh outside tackle Tyron Smith, who. Has been out pretty much all year. Is getting closer to returning, so within the next week or two, it looks like he might be back on the field. That would be a nice, nice uh, boost towards the end of the season here for the Cowboys. But I mean, we've got to see how the the Odell Beckham Jr. saga plays out now. I guess that's that's the only real big storyline. <laughs> out in Denver, a few more storylines, a few sadder storylines. Um, well, I. It's hard to get excited about any of this offense currently, but there are some guys that might be in your lineup, so I want to highlight that. Uh, wide receivers Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler both are questionable. Um, they both did not practice today, which is not a great sign. Not a terrible thing, but not a good sign. Uh, K.J. Hamler is dealing with a hamstring injury. Jerry Judy is dealing with an ankle injury. They also um, dealing with some defensive injuries, particularly linebacker Randy Gregory, going to be out a little longer. They thought maybe they had to get him back from IR this week. A couple of cornerbacks, a couple of linebackers. It's just not great. (laughs) It's Not not looking particularly good across the board here. Um, So hopefully they're going to get it together one of these days and start winning some games. I'm not entirely sure how healthy this lineup is to do that, but we're going to find out. We're all going to find out together this weekend. Out in Detroit, home of the Motor City Dam Campbells. Um, We're dealing with a few things here as well. Um, Primarily Jamison Williams, the wide receiver. Uh, They're not officially rolling him out, but they're saying it would be, quote, a tall order for him to play Sunday. Um, He's dealing with a knee injury, still trying to work his way back from it. It it doesn't look great. So I would plan on not having him in your lineup today, tomorrow, Sunday, (laughs) any of these games. I would say let's wait a week. I'm gonna see how healthy he really is. Um, but more concerningly is uh center Frank Ragnow and tackle Penny both questionable. All of your cornerbacks are questionable, and I don't mean in your play, but actual physical ability and in injury status. Uh so there there are some things that need to be addressed and kind of tightened up before this game starts. Hopefully you guys are getting healthier. Out in Green Bay we have the the weekly existential crisis that is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> will he? Won't he? Will he take some weird South African drug? I don't know. But what we do know Does is you believe nine eleven happened. Yeah, I apparently not. <laughs> That's a fun new wrinkle. I I find it interesting that a, a really anybody, but I was gonna say a grown man would just casually throw out like, oh yeah, like I'm a big believer in nine eleven conspiracy theories, like. What a thing to say to someone. (laughs) None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. Um, But he would like us to make sense of the fact that he has a broken thumb, that he's clearly ailing him, and now broken ribs, clearly ailing him that it knocked him out of the game. He's not going to practice today. But he says he's going to play come this weekend. I don't know if that's such a good idea. I know I won't be starting him on any of my teams. I think the Packers would probably be better off not starting him as well, but we're going to see as the Aaron Rodgers turns how this will all go. Um, I
0: must really hate Jordan Love.
1: I mean, really? (laughs) Maybe it's... I know Brett Favre didn't like Aaron Rodgers. Like, he kind of, like, didn't really even tolerate him. He didn't like the whole teaching him thing. So, clearly, that has been passed on. Like, let's not teach the new guy anything. I... It's just such a weird bot. Like it's so uncomfortable for no reason. The Packers need to know if they need to pick up Jordan Love's option or not, and I don't think anyone knows if he can play quarterback. No one has any idea. So maybe we we could try to figure that out since Packers are doing nothing else, and the idiot Vikings might clinch the division later. But we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> elsewhere in Green Bay, uh, worth keeping an eye on wide receiver Romeo Dobbs. He did practice with that ankle injury; it was limited. Keep an eye on him come game day. And running back Aaron Jones is questionable with a shin and glute injury. AJ Dillon questionable with a quad injury. They were both limited, but they're both out there at practice. You're going to need a run game. That's that's the thing that's going to need to to happen. So people need to get get right quick here. Out in Houston. Uh, <clears throat> Really, their biggest problem is that just Watson's coming to town, and this is just going to be a giant cluster. <laughs> um, the Texans are in a bad way. They got embarrassed last week. It, it didn't need to go like that. Hopefully, Kyle Allen is not playing quarterback this week. I think Davis Mills might give you a better chance. Um, but running back Rex Burkhead is questionable. He's dealing with a concussion and is not practicing today. Not on track to get out of the concussion protocol as it stands now, but you never know. I would not plan on having him in your lineup. Also, keep an eye on cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. He's been out the last two games with a hamstring injury. Every week, this time this week, he starts teasing us with, I'm getting better, things are looking better, and then doesn't play. So I'm hoping he does this week because that really is going to put a damper on the Desha- on the Deshaun Watson homecoming not really a party. It doesn't feel festive, but um it's it's gonna be a thing we're all gonna have to deal with. <laughs> so we're hoping for you Derek Singley Jr. to get healthy. My fantasy team is as well. Out in Indianapolis who has the the fine honor of playing the Cowboys in prime time this week. They're actually pretty healthy. Wide receiver Kiki Kute didn't practice today due to a non COVID illness. He has the flu. Um, Also, uh, cornerback and defensive end, both questionable. But beyond that, they have no one else with an injury designation. So good on the Colts for staying healthy. They're trying to give the Jaguars a run for their money, who have a paltry two offensive players on their injured list. Uh, Travis Etienne, the running back extraordinaire, we saw leave with a foot injury mid-game. He was limited practice today. He's been practicing this week. He plans to play this weekend. So... Seems, seems like all signs point to yes. I'm always cautiously pessimistic. I have a plan B just in case. <laughs> just, I'm not sure how, how sold I am on it, but I don't hate the idea. Also, Zay Jones, uh, who certainly uh, put on a little bit of a show last week, the last couple of weeks really, is questionable. He's been limited with a chest injury. It looks like he's going to play through that sort of, some kind of serious step back between now and then. Out in Kansas City, the one thing that's not on this injury report that very well should be is the the fact that Patrick Mahomes and his wife had their second child. Congratulations to them, but that means he's really not sleeping a whole lot. So factor that into your game prediction because we saw what happened last last time the baby was born, things didn't go so great for a little while. Not a knock-on babies just a knock on your quality of life when you have a young baby. <laughs> this is just science. Um, so in addition to that, Patrick Mahomes is probably a little sleep-deprived. Jarek McKinnon uh, is dealing with a hamstring injury. He's not practicing. Kadarius Tony, formerly of Sherpa's New York Giants, now of the Kansas City Chiefs, is not practicing uh-huh. with his own hamstring injury. And Juju Smith-Schuster, also not practicing, because he's sick. So the hamstrings are not contagious. Whatever Juju Smith-Schuster has might be, though, so keep an eye on that. (laughs) I think, honestly, the new baby is the biggest X factor for this Chiefs this week. Um, X factors. Let's take a look at the Raiders. We've got a few here. Uh, A lot of injuries to big-name guys, but I think we're going to play through them. Uh, Josh Jacobs is questionable. He re-aggravated a calf strain probably when he was running 25 miles an hour in overtime <laughs> trying, trying to win the game. Um, so he's not going to be practicing a whole lot this week, but they are expecting him to play. They also uh, gave us some updates on Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. So if you're a team that maybe is waiting around to see if they're going to help you coming down the playoff stretch, they're getting close, but not necessarily close enough. Uh Hunter Renfro is not necessarily going to be available when he could be next week. That's week 14 against the Rams. Uh Darren Waller also will be available that week, but they're suggesting he also may not be able to play. So keep that, keep that in the back of your mind if you're kind of gaming out your playoff strategy here. Beyond that, it's a tough time to be a defensive tackle in the Raiders, but otherwise they're moderately healthy. We'll take it. The Charter is dealing with a few big-name injuries, notably one Joey Bosa. It says it, it – sorry, Coach Brandon Staley says <laughs> that it's still going to be some time before Joey Bosa returns to practice, still dealing with that groin injury. Uh, Mike Williams, still not practicing, still still dealing with that ankle injury that got re-aggravated, not, not practicing in any capacity right now, which does not lead me to believe he is making a strong play-to-play this weekend. Um, other thing to keep in mind that both Cody Lindsay, the center, and uh, offensive tackle Trey Pipkin's third, I, 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 both hurt, both lingering injuries, uh, a knee and a concussion, not great. Those are key pieces of the offensive line that, you know, kind of keep Justin Herbert alive. So just, again, keep an eye on the matchup and maybe who's playing because that might change if you're on the fence about your quarterback pick a nice problem to have if you're choosing between Justin Herbert and somebody else that's not like, oh, I don't know, Mike White. <laughs> but, uh, just looking at the Rams who are just dealing with their own issues, uh, Matt Stafford is officially listed as doubtful he is not going to play this week with the what now has become a concussion and neck injury each week. It is now taking on a new body part, so expect concussion neck back next week, I think is the trend we're going. Um, not planning to play this week. There is a chance he will not play at all this season, just just so everyone's clear. Uh, also, wide receiver Allen Robinson, II, was placed on IR on Tuesday. He's dealing with a foot injury. They also are going to be without wide receiver Lance McCutcheon, who's dealing with a shoulder injury, looking like he is going to try to play, but it's not uh, incredibly promising update so far. And the biggest name, Aaron Donald. Not going to play this week. He is uh, dealing with the ankle injury. It isn't going to require surgery. They're considering him week to week, so we'll see how how that all plays out. But hopefully, it truly is week to week. Out in Miami, Miles Gaskin and Raheem Mostert. Your running back room is a little banged up. Miles Gaskin isn't practicing. He's got shoulder and ankle injuries. And Raheem Mostert is dealing with the ever-present knee injury he's been battling all year. He was limited today at practice, though, so he's in a little better shape than Gaskin is. Also worth noting that quarterback Teddy Bridgewater was limited at practice. He is dealing with a knee injury, so if something were to happen to Tua, Teddy Two Gloves might not be able to rise to the occasion. Not that we want anything bad to happen to Tua, but just, just keep it in mind. The Vikings are... Um, Coming are are going to be hosting the Jets, and unfortunately, they're going to need their secondary to uh, get a little healthier here. Lost one cornerback to IR, uh, two others are hurt, looking at some safety injuries. The secondary is in a little bit of rough shape, so Mike White might get the start, so he can just throw all day long on that secondary, even though they haven't officially said Mike White is going to start for the Jets, just for the record. The presumed starter. Out in New England, the other half of our Thursday night game, uh, we are going to be without running back Damian Harris. He's been ruled out with a thigh injury. Wide receiver Jacoby Myers is questionable with a shoulder injury, and uh, Marcus Jones, Jabril Peppers, two two big-name defenders there for them, are both listed as questionable, so they'll be game-time decisions. Certainly not ideal, but no, Bill Belichick will find a way. He always does. In New Orleans, um, Alvin Kamara, definitely the biggest name on the list here. <clears throat> he was limited to just 13 rushing yards, only had seven carries, a couple of six receptions, um, and lost two fumbles last week. He's still hurt and dealing with with the knee stuff, and he doesn't look right, and I'd really like him to get that figured out. On my dumpster fire of a team in our 32-team league, He is my only true running back, so if we could really get something going, I'd appreciate it for very selfish reasons, but I'm sure some Saints fans would agree. (laughs) Out in New York with Sherpa's Giants, uh, something I really, truly didn't think I was going to see this year is Daniel Bellinger back on an NFL field trying to play football. Someone gouges my eyeball out, shatters my eye socket. I'm I'm not coming back for more. I'm all set. Uh He was a limited participant today, and they're still just calling him questionable. I don't know how I can see out of his eye, but more power to him. <clears throat> Wide receiver Richie James didn't practice. He's dealing with a knee injury. Um, Xavier McKinney is not going to play this week. He's not going to play all the season. Well, they thought he wasn't going to play all the season. He is planning to come back at some point before the season is over. The defense could use him because they're dropping like flies. Every guard on the team is listed as questionable as well, so that's just something to note. But I think think the the Giants are going to find a way to figure this out. On the other side of town, the Jets, as I alluded to, officially Mike White has not been named the starting quarterback. He is just kind of the presumed starting quarterback because Zach Wilson just forgot how to be an NFL football player for a little bit, and we're just let him sit a couple plays out, so don't know how long this experiment will last, um, but on the off chance they pull a bait and switch on, on Sunday, please don't let Mike White be only, the only quarterback on your roster. Um, Michael Carter, the running back, not practicing, he's dealing with an ankle injury. That's definitely going to go down to date, game time, so keep an eye on that. Um, also, they are getting a little healthier at offensive line. We're getting guys coming back from IR, um, so hopefully they'll get a little more protection. Out in Philadelphia, uh, big free agent signing for trade, I should say. PJ Gardner Johnson uh, will not be playing this week. He lacerated his kidney, which not great. <laughs> if you've ever known someone to do that, it's not great. Um, his backup looked great, so I don't think Eagles fans need to be worried. Fighter series Zach Pascal is questionable. He was limited today. He's dealing with a groin injury. Devontae Smith is popping back up on the injury report. He's also dealing with a groin injury. He was limited today at the walkthrough. And tight end Dallas Goddard no longer wearing a sling. He expects to return from IR after just the four games. He's planning to play week 15 against the Bears. That guy is crazy and more power to him. So two weeks, you'll have uh, your tight end back out in Philadelphia. In Pittsburgh, Najee Harris not practicing. He's dealing with what they're calling uh, an oblique injury. Certainly, some something's going on with his side. That was pretty apparent, um, but he was still trying to play through it. I imagine he's going to try to again. What I'm more concerned about is the fact that both, well, all three, Miles Jack, Mika Fitzpatrick, and TJ Watt are all questionable dealing with various ailments. Miles Jack's had a knee injury and rib injuries for Fitzpatrick and Watt, so keep an eye on that because If any of those three aren't playing, that's going to dramatically change how that game looks. The 49ers are starting to get to their midseason form of guys just not practicing on Wednesdays. So let's not get totally alarmed here. Debo Samuel was limited. He's dealing with a quad injury. This is also not that unusual for Debo Samuel this time of the year. Christian McCaffrey didn't practice today. It's a Wednesday. Yes, he's got a little bit of a knee injury, but this is more of a rest maintenance day. Don't panic. They're going to play. It'll be fine. Um, however, running back Elijah Mitchell is not going to be playing because he is not fine. He sprained his MCL. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. For those of you playing at home, that's pretty much done for the year, unless they make the playoffs, which seems like they're going to. Um, almost there, out in Seattle. Really, just a couple of defensive injuries. They're pretty healthy this week. It is worth noting that wide receiver D. Eskridge went on IR. Hopefully, you're not starting him in your league, but just because now there's one more defender to worry about for Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. In Tampa Bay, Leonard Fournette still not practicing. He missed last week with what they're calling a hip pointer injury. The depth chart came out today, and he is not at the top of it, which leads me to believe he's probably not playing again this week. Wide receiver Russell Gage is still questionable with a hamstring injury. And uh biggest biggest name on the list for me this week is tackle Tristan Wirf is not going to play. He suffered an ankle injury. He's going to be out three to four weeks um, after he got knocked out of the game against the Browns. That's a big deal for Tom Brady. That's, that's a, a man that keeps him alive there. So just keep an eye on that. We'll see how that plays out. In Tennessee – Relatively healthy. Uh, the secondary, primarily, is what is dealing with injuries. Nobody's ruled out yet. We're all just looking at questionable, a uh, lot of hands, hamstrings, things like that. It's so. It's mainly their secondary. I think they're gonna have some bigger problems than that, but that is one of them. And out in Washington, everyone's favorite train wreck, <laughs> Chase Young, was practicing. Even limited practice. Did not play last week. He's been teasing us, teasing us, teasing us. This is going to be the week. He is going to play football this week for the Commanders. Uh Wide receiver Dax Milne might not be. He is not practicing with a foot injury, so he's going to be game time decision. Head Logan Thomas has been limited with a rib injury, and running back Antonio Gibson was limited as well. He's dealing with a foot injury. Um, also, a couple of of linemen are down for the count. Carson Wentz still out there, just still not your quarterback. Taylor Heineke continues on. So we have a lot of injuries. We got a lot of strife here. Can our teams be saved on the waiver wire, Sherpa?
0: Um, I mean, my my one team go.
1: cannot be. I think everyone else has well, a chance.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Donovan White heads my uh, running backs. Uh, Donovan White and uh, Ty Johnson for the Jets are uh, um, both widely available. Um, uh, to Michael Hastie and Daryl Henderson in Jacksonville, uh, Kyron Williams with the Rams, Jalen Warren and Betty Snell with the Steelers, Jarek McKinnon and Melvin Gordon with the Chiefs, Samir White, who has been dubbed the tailback of the future for the Raiders, yeah. depending on whether Josh Jacobs plays or not this week, and then, uh, just Jordan Mason Moore is, you know, Sort of insurance against uh, Christian McCaffrey not playing if you're heavily invested in the 49ers backfield. And then, uh, last um, but not for this week, is uh, J.K. Dobbins, who might be back in time to help you with a playoff push if you've got a roster spot yeah. that you're uh, not sure what to do with.
1: I like it you because know, if he's not back this week, he's going to be back within the next week or two, and he will be a part of that offense. So if you can, even if you can just afford to stash him. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I, I think the mere white might be my favorite of all of them, you know, but, um, yeah. of course, it's hard to hard to you know, believe that uh, Josh Jacobs isn't going to play after what he did last week. But if he did that when yeah. he was injured, uh, heaven help us if he's healthy.
1: That's what I'm saying. The man probably couldn't breathe, and he was running 20 miles an hour. I sneeze wrong, and I might be done for the day.
0: (laughs) Put you on IR, then. Um, But I don't think anybody (laughs) would want to listen to me do this show by myself for four weeks. Um, (laughs) Don't worry.
1: We won't come to that.
0: (laughs) Okay. Wide receiver-wise, Zay Jones, uh, as you mentioned, uh, dealing with some chest issues, but hard to argue with this production the last couple weeks, which also seems to coincide with uh, Trevor Lawrence coming back to life. Traylon Burks, Michael Gallup, Isaiah McKenzie, Van Jefferson, uh, Nico Collins, Elijah Moore, Richie James, DeAndre Carter, uh, depending on whether or not Mike Williams is back, uh, Jameson Williams is a stash, Matt Collins, uh, Chase Claypool with uh Darnell Mooney out for the season now, Sky Moore, Olamid Zacarias, and uh, Kez Watkins are all widely available on the waiver wire. I don't know that any of those guys are necessarily going to save your season, but uh, first few
1: names on the list. Kez Watkins gets an inordinate amount, an inordinately loud la. He gets a large number of targets. I can't, for whatever reason, spit this out. He gets way more targets than he's entitled to. For whatever reason, we just get on these Kez Watkins streaks where Jalen Hurts falls in love with him. So, if you're in a deeper league and he's out there, he's going to catch a ball or two. You get three or four points, if nothing else.
0: Okay, hey, looking over at quarterbacks, uh, Jared Goff's still widely available, and you know, I'm not sure what he has to do to get people to roster him. But yeah, you you could do a lot worse than him as a second quarterback. In some weeks, he might even be worth starting. Um, yeah. Your savior, Mike White, uh, still widely available, and like you said, I'd be surprised if he's not starting this week. Marcus Mariota. Uh, Jordan Love if you're really desperate and then Ryan Tannehill don't like the matchup against Eagles this week, but uh has some nice matchups coming up in the future if you're in a basketball or a two quarterback league.
1: Yeah. I mean you got there's decent options. This year at time of year there's not always real quarterback options out there, but you got some this week.
0: And uh as far as tight ends go, Hunter Henry's still out there in some leagues, although I don't like the matchup, uh Thursday night, uh Foster Moreau whose matchup I do like this week, um for the mm-hmm. Raiders, Jordan Aikens, Tyler Conklin, Hayden Hurst who I like a lot, and uh Jelani Watson who I, you
1: know, like
0: less but uh, could still have a productive week.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's certainly possible. But absolutely. They're the real real live tight ends that are re- real points available. <laughs> Again, I really make fun
0: to have. And if you're looking for a defense to stream this week, uh, look no further than the Cleveland Browns. If they're out there at Houston, yeah. uh, that's about as, um, as a desirable matchup as you could uh, want. So if they're out there on your yeah, waiver so wire, go snap them up, no matter who you currently have.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like the plan.
0: So shall we breeze through some
1: uh, top uh, 10 a avoid lists? Yeah, let's get, let's get crazy. Let's see how we're feeling about these games, because that's very telling in how our rankings turn out. <laughs> yes,
0: quite often it is. I
1: want to start
0: us with running backs.
1: I have one speedy Josh Jacobs at the top of my list. Questionable, not questionable, maybe an every down back, maybe not. It's fine. I like the matchup. I like the fact that the Raiders are riding this high of stealing a win. Good for them. It was about time. So I'm going to continue to ride this adrenaline rush, keep it going against the Chargers. On the flip side of that is Austin Eckler. So I think that there is a lot of points to be had here. Um, He's a a very strong 1A for me. Joe Mixon, even with this maybe concussion issue, if he can get on the field, I start him without a doubt. He doesn't play, obviously don't start him. But Nick Chubb at four, and Saquon Barkley rounding out my top five, followed by Derrick Henry, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, and Travis Etienne.
0: Okay, I've got Jamal Williams at the top of my running back list for this week. Uh, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon if he's healthy enough to play, Samaji Ryan if he's not, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Kenneth Walker rounding out my top 10. A bunch of honorable mentions, uh, guys that I like a lot, not quite as much as those top 10, and that would be Isaiah Pacheco, Tony Pollard, uh, Josh Jacobs, if he's healthy enough, Zamir White if he's not, Devin Singletary, and then whoever the starting running back for Tampa Bay is this week, whether it's Leonard Fournette or Rashad White. Those guys round out my uh, honorable mentions.
1: There you go. You packed a lot into the honorable mentions this week. That's it. I did. Um, it's good. It's good. There there are so many people you wanted to start. Um unfortunately it was also pretty easy to put together a list of people I did not want to start. Um Gus Edwards is at the top of it, not because I think they're not gonna play well, it's just I think there are gonna be too many bodies and there's not enough carries for it. Uh AJ Dillon in Green Bay, he's Already not 100%, and he's also not named Aaron Jones. So, for me, I'm going to pass. Acres, I'm still not still not sold on this whole Rams merry-go-round at running back. Uh, Tyler Algier in Atlanta. Samaje P. Ryan. Jalen Warren. Michael Hastie. Justin Jackson. Amir Abdullah. Dion Jackson. Really a lot of Jacksons, unfortunately. I'm sorry. And James Cook out in Buffalo. So, Not not as many uh, flex options at a running back this week.
0: we would be happy to know that the top three guys on my avoid list were all on your top ten recommended list this week.
1: I bet they were high up on my top ten list, too.
0: (laughs) Probably. Uh, Derek Henry is at the top of my avoid list. Jonathan Taylor, Ramondra Stevenson, Damian Mm -hmm. Pierce, Najee Harris, David Montgomery, Latavius Murray, Kyron Williams, Jalen Warren, Cam Akers, and dishonorable mention to Benny Snell.
1: Oh, Benny Snell. (laughs) The dishonorable mention. (laughs) Sorry, guys. He earned it. Yeah. He did earn it. I I in no way disparage that. (laughs) All by his lonesome in the dishonorable mention pool. Um, But yeah, yeah. So we do see how some of these games clearly are going to go a little differently. How about wide receiver? Who do you like?
0: Uh, C.D. Lamb at the top of my list, which should make you happy if that comes to fruition. It does. Stephon Diggs, does. number two. Amon Rossin, Brown, three. Justin Jefferson, four. Devontae Adams. Uh, Jamar Chase, assuming he's back. A.J. Brown in a revenge game for him. Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk, and Tyree Hill. Rounding out my top ten, honorable mention, D.K. Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Darius Slayton, and Tyler Lockett.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, it's a respectable list. I don't have a lot of problems with it. We have a lot of overlap. Um, I've got Devonte Adams at the top of my list. I, I think ever since the tearful press conference post game that Derek Carr had, maybe things are turning around a little bit. I don't know what it is, but it's working. Devonte Adams clearly is working his ass off to try to score, so good for him. Um, just, just don't inadvertently assault anyone on the sideline, and we'll be okay. Uh, Tyreek Hill at two. Uh, Justin Jefferson, who, despite a tough matchup, we all know the ball is going to him. I know it. You know it sitting on your couch. The small child down the street probably knows it. And he still makes all the completions. He's still getting 150 yards. So even with a bad matchup, I don't think I can downgrade him. Uh, At four, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, as long as he plays, obviously, at five. Amon Ross St. Brown of the fighting Motor City Dan Campbells. Speedy Lamb's down at 7 on my list. DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown in his revenge game. C. Higgins rounding out my top 10. Christian Kirk just outside. It's like 10A. So i to cram 11 in there, but yeah, got close to 10.
0: Okay. For my avoid list, I've got Michael Pittman at the top of it, Brandon Cooks, Jacoby Myers, yeah. Robert Woods, Deontay Johnson, Cortland Sutton, George Pickens. Ann Jefferson, Devonte Parker, and Nico Collins rounding out my uh, tend to avoid uh, dishonorable mentions. Jerry Judy, Paris Campbell, Traylon Burks, and uh, Chase Claypool. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it's tough. Um, well, I've got I've got Bobby Trees on my avoid list. I hate to do it, but it's just got to be done. Corey Davis, Michael Gallup, who again I. I want this to work, but it's just clearly not. And he's hurt. Things aren't going well. Donovan Peoples Jones, who have been higher on the last few weeks. I'm not loving the quarterback change. Obviously, I just think that's not a great dynamic because we don't know who he has any kind of chemistry with yet. So I have no idea what that team's gonna look like. Uh Joshua Palmer, Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy, uh Paris Campbell, Matt Collins, and Nico Nico Collins. Collins and Collins. So, Nah, I'm gonna do. All
0: right. How about quarterbacks? Who do you like this week?
1: Um, I actually have as much as as much as it could go sideways, um, I have Jalen Hurts at the top of my list. I don't enjoy it, but numbers are numbers and that's where we are. Um, Josh Allen is at number two on my list. Patrick Mahomes is at three. Uh, I know most people have him a little higher. That's fine. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, running out my top five. Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Tuatonga Vailoa, Geno Smith, and Dak Prescott, running out my top ten. Notably absent, Justin Fields, because I'm not really sure he's going to play. Sean Watson, I I just don't want to play him.
0: (laughs) All right. um, I've got Dak Prescott at the top of my uh... Top 10 list, Ooh,
1: Josh Allen. how you see this Cowboys game going.
0: <laughs> Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, and Justin Herbert running out my top 10. Um, honorable mentions: Tua Tagovailoa, Daniel Jones, Tom Brady, Geno Smith, and yes, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, uh, I can't do
1: it. Just can't do it. Um, But (laughs) Um, a lot of of names to avoid this week, unfortunately. It was not as hard to put together this list. Um, Davis Mills slash Kyle Allen slash whoever the hell else is going to play quarterback for the Texans. I'm just staying away, quite frankly, because I'm not sure what the hell you guys are doing. Figure it out and I'll get on board, but I just don't know right now. Uh Taylor Heideke against your Giants, as much as I love the idea of starting him, I don't think it's a great matchup. Matt Stafford's probably not going to play. I don't want to play Bryce Perkins, so either one of them, just stay away from. Russell Wilson, I mean, it's, just, it's a little tough. Um, Daniel Jones on the flip side of that game, I don't know how great that defensive matchup is going to be. Penny Pickett, Kirk Cousins, I know, I know. He's playing a 1 o'clock game, but I think I think the Jeff might get him. Jimmy Garoppolo, Marcus Mariota, usual suspects on my list, uh, and Tom Brady. I am staying away from Tom Brady this week.
0: Okay, my avoid list, uh, whoever starts at Green Bay, for Green Bay this week, I assume it will be Aaron Rodgers, but uh, if it's Jordan Love, uh, same deal, stay away. Russell Wilson, who seems to have earned a permanent spot on this list, um, Matthew Stafford or Bryce Perkins, whoever uh, starts for the Rams, Matt Jones, Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton, uh, whoever starts for the Bears, be it uh, Justin Fields or Trevor Simeon, Ryan Tannehill, Kenny Pickett, and uh, whoever starts for the Texans, uh, whether it's Kyle Allen or Davis Mills. Stay away from all those guys this week if your uh, goal is to get a victory are tanking, that's another story, that I'm assuming you're not. Yeah, yeah, then so you probably wouldn't be listening delete, to the give show. Give me
1: a call. Send me a message. I'll I'll show you some screenshots of teams that you can tank with. <laughs> Currently unintentionally doing it. <laughs> okay. I'm just
0: tough. Uh, well, you inherited one of the biggest
1: <laughs> messes did, I've did. ever seen
0: for a fantasy <laughs> team, but kudos Didn't to you for playing through it, and uh, at the very least, Super you'll have bad. a probably a Top two uh, draft pick next season. Uh, I
1: mean, in your
0: side of the draft. I don't
1: get that. I've, I've done and everything wrong if I can't even get a top two draft pick.
0: <laughs> have you played the other team yet that you're you're competing for the bottom spot with? Or no? I, I
1: don't I don't think so. I'd have to double check, but I don't okay. think so. It is a bit we'll of a dogfight i have to check play, the though. rosters for that We're game if
0: it, it gets say, that would be one bad. for the ages.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's How not to play football. (laughs) Okay.
0: But that person, I think, has been in the league a lot longer than you have. So that's on the You inherited a mess. But anyway. Okay. uh, Tight end-wise, who do I like this week? Uh, Travis Kelsey, Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, Hayden Hurst, Foster Moreau, uh, Dawson Knox, Evan Ingram, Tyler Conklin, Gerald Everett, and Brock Wright rounding out my top ten. Honorable mentions to David and Joe. So if he's healthy enough to play, Jack Stoll and uh, Daniel Bellinger again, assuming he can uh, actually open his eyes and catch a pass.
1: We're hoping he can do that. You, you can't be sure, but maybe a little eye tough patch. Kind to play like football with an eye patch. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see someone try, though. I'm interested in that. Like that's a game so that doesn't mascot does that, I think. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's really not bringing enough drama here. If I would see that mascot tackle somebody with an eye patch, I might get excited about it.
0: <laughs> right wait now, so somebody run runs around. out on the field. There,
1: that's true. Um, but you can take a truck onto a field and deface it, and seemingly nothing bad happens. I guess if you're in Ohio. But uh, anyway, circling back to my tight end list, <laughs> I've got Travis Kelsey at the top. Uh, Mark Andrews, uh, a one A, Pat Fryer, Moose up to number three. Part of it is I just really like when they yell moose at him. It sounds like he's getting booed. That is a fun time. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson out in Minnesota. George Kittle, Dalton Schultz. Nice having him healthy finally. Tyler Higbee, uh, Hayden Hurst, Dawson Knox, and Foster Moreau rounding out my top ten.
0: Quite a bit of overlap there. Of my avoid list, uh, Hunter Henry at the top. Pat Fryermuth. I think people will be yelling things at him this week, but not uh, Muth yeah. necessarily. Uh, Cole Kmet, <laughs> uh, Greg Dulcich, Austin Hooper, Tyler Higbee, Jordan Akins, Kylan Granson, Jelani Woods, and Juwan Johnson. And hopefully you're not starting any of those last uh, three or four guys. If those are your fantasy tight ends, uh, you're probably uh, having a pretty rough go of it this season.
1: Yeah. Or your tank yeah, it's not it's but Then not You
0: probably wouldn't be listening to the show.
1: Maybe you would. I don't know. Maybe you you want to just learn what the good stuff to do so you can reverse it. Like, I may I might almost accidentally played Zay Jones and I shouldn't have done that if I'm tanking. This is kind of stuff we give people. We adapt to all Mm -hmm. fantasy needs. (laughs) Um, My avoid list is highlighted by Jawan Johnson uh, and Taysom Hill as a group. I know it's fun to think we're going to lean into trick plays against. Tampa Bay, but, like, it's just not going to be high-scoring enough. Uh, Robert Tanyan, Evan Ingram, Noah Font, Austin Hooper, Cameron Brait, which I can't even believe he's out on a football field that seems crazy. Uh, Hunter Henry, and the one that truly kills me inside, Mike Gusecki, on on the avoid list this week.
0: Uh, yeah, he's having a rough go of it this season outside of that one game. I
1: receivers. Going
0: on there, but hopefully he'll find a new team next year.
1: And be a cowboy, be a giant. I mean, even that's fine. I'll I'll get on board.
0: Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> defenses. Who are you avoiding, or if you're trying to tank, who would you start this week?
1: If I were trying to tank, or no, Who are you
0: starting? Would be...
1: Oh, well, I guess we'll start who are you there. Starting if you want to be conventional. Or if are
0: trying to tank,
1: I got to Um, those. I am. I am starting the Cowboys. Seems... Seems like a good fit, but you just never know in front of time. But I like the Cowboys. I like the Bills, uh, Ravens, the Browns, and the Eagles rounding out my top five. Seahawks sneaking in, the Commanders, the Steelers, the Jets, and the Buccaneers.
0: Okay, the three that I like the most this week are the Bills, the Browns, and the Ravens. Um, Others I like, Seattle, Green Bay, Atlanta, Philadelphia, and Dallas. And Then a third tier consists of Chicago, <laughs> Pittsburgh, the Giants, Miami, and Tampa Bay. And yes, for those of you uh, keeping score at home, I had 13 teams packed into my top 10 list.
1: That's what we like to see. We're in midseason form, or four, second second, like third quarter. We have like a quarter of the season. Something, yeah, right. Something like FY, that. Yeah. Yeah. Late yeah. late regular yeah. season form. There you go. <laughs> Um, right. My Which avoid defenses list are you
0: starting if you're trying to tank?
1: Uh, I would be looking at the Titans, the Packers, the Broncos, the 49ers, the Dolphins, the Giants, sorry, the Rams, Patriots, Vikings, and the Falcons.
0: Okay. If I'm trying to tank this week or if I'm um, trying to avoid if I'm trying to win, um, that would be Indianapolis at the top <laughs> of the list, the Patriots, Jacksonville, Kansas City, the Jets, Cincinnati, Chargers, uh, Lions, Rams, Texans, um, and also an extended list, uh, Minnesota, Tennessee, Washington, San Francisco, Las Vegas, and New Orleans. So, yes, I think there are going to be a bunch of high-scoring games this week, which is a nice segue into our game predictions, which,
1: once again, we have
0: about two minutes to get
1: through, but Uh, we can do it. The only way we like to do this. (laughs) All right.
0: Thursday night, game, start, uh, <laughs> yep. Thursday, Thursday night game, game uh, Bills, at pa- Bills at Patriots. Yep. Uh, Thursday night uh um, Bills at I, Patriots Thursday night. Both of these teams have pretty good defenses. Uh, Buffalo has a much better offense, and I think that'll be the difference here. I'll say uh, Buffalo 31, Patriots 17.
1: I'm going with Buffalo 28, New England 20. I think it'll be a closer game. Uh, because it is Thursday night, there are going to be Belich- Belichick shenanigans on defense. But this Buffalo team is just a better team, and despite whatever game plan they can throw at them, I just don't think you can slow down the Bills enough to beat them. So it's a nice effort, New England, but it's just not going to be enough. Sorry, not your week, guys.
0: Cleveland at Houston. I know the scam. You know, Deshaun Watson is going to get all the headlines and. Uh... <clears throat> probably for good reason, but uh, I think it'll be their ground Mm -hmm. game that uh, does end the Texans, so I expect Nick Chubb to have a big game, and I think uh, the Browns win this pretty easily as Houston continues its march towards the top pick in the draft next uh, week, I mean next uh, spring. I'll say Cleveland 27, Houston 17.
1: Um, I am going to take Houston to win this game in a mini-upset. I've got them winning 23-21, a lower-scoring affair. I think that Houston is going to rise up and kind of defend themselves against, you know, the the quasi-enemy here in Deshaun Watson and that he blew town and kind of rolled the the bus over everyone on his way out. So I think Houston, they got embarrassed last week. they got to come back fighting. They're at home. I think they'll give them just enough of an edge they can steal one here.
0: Baltimore hosting Denver. Uh, Denver just seems to reach new depths uh, each week, and you know, they've of course traded their draft for the next 18 years away to get up to Wilson in what might yeah. be one of the worst uh, NFL trades in recent memory. Anyway, I think Lamar Jackson obviously has had his own issues this season, but I think Baltimore is a team in far better shape. Uh, I think Denver gives them the game, but I'll go you know it's because of their defense being as good as it is, but I'll say that Baltimore wins this 24-17
1: Ooh, uh, we're we're closer. I have Baltimore winning this, um, but I've got them winning 30-17, to so it's it's a little bit more of a blowout for me. I don't think that Denver is going to do enough here to overcome even a a pretty injured Baltimore defense. I I just don't think Denver's got the stamina. So, sorry Broncos. All
0: right, Green Bay at Chicago, two teams uh, seemingly going in reverse here. And I think Green Bay just has a little bit more even with all their injuries. Um, they've got a better running game. Um, I, I hard to believe you could say their receivers are better, but they probably are. Um, I'll say that uh, Green Bay takes this one by a field goal. I'll say Green Bay 24, Chicago 21 in the game that I'm hoping nobody here is forced to watch. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm actually going to take Chicago to win this game, regardless of who plays quarterback. I, I'm thinking it's probably going to. I'd like it to be Justin Fields, but it's not going to be. So, um, I, I just think that Green Bay is a little too dysfunctional. With the running backs are both a little banged up, they can play through it. It's fine. Aaron Rodgers clearly, it's it's a whole thing now with the, the thumb and the wrists, the ribs, and. He's going to play through it. I don't think that's necessarily the right answer here, but um, the weather conditions probably not going to help the situation at all. I just think this is just enough noise on the outside that Chicago can come in and steal one here, and I've got them winning by a field goal. I've got them winning 27-24.
0: Okay. Um, Next we've got uh, what I've affectionately referred to as the Blue Bowl, two-cat teams playing each other, uh, two improving cat teams playing each other. They're both 4-7, yeah. but this might be one of the more interesting games of the day. Lions uh, had their winning streak snapped uh, against the Bills, but certainly gave a better showing for themselves than I think most people expected. Uh, Jacksonville, nice yeah. bounce back. Um, Trevor Lawrence getting it done against the Ravens. Uh, I think the home field is going to be the difference here, and I'll expect uh, – Jared Goff and the Lions to walk off the field with a 31-28 victory, but uh, this game, I think, will actually be one of the more fun games to watch, especially among the early games.
1: Oh, I'm fired up for this one. Um, I also agree that the Fighting Motor City Dan Campbells are going to get a win here. I've got them winning 33-28, so we're, we're pretty close online here. It just I think Jacksonville's getting better, and props to them. They just still don't quite have the personnel they need. But Travis Etienne, if he can stay in that game for the entirety of the game, that's a big help. But Detroit's keeping that a little bit. Like, they finally gave themselves permission to not suck and win some games, and it shows. Good for them.
0: Okay. Hey, Minnesota's hosting the Jets, and it'll be really interesting to see uh, Justin Jefferson when he's matched up against Klaus Gardner. i, I just think Minnesota. for that. Minnesota's run game and uh, their secondary uh, pass options. uh, Foss Gardner's covering uh, Justin Jefferson. Obviously, somebody's got to cover TJ Hawkinson, but I just think the Vikings have a few too many weapons, and even though their secondary is not the greatest, I just think that it's asking a lot for uh, Mike White's uh, luck to continue for another week, so I'm going to go with the Vikings' And a high-scoring but close one here. I'll say Vikings 30, Jets 27.
1: Okay. I'm um, actually going to pick the Jets and Mike White to win this game. I think that there's a little bit of magic there. Granted, I know there are some things you don't usually pick against, and that's Kirk Cousins playing at 1 o'clock because that's where he thrives. But I think the Jets, I think if slow down Justin Jefferson enough – and they're forced to rely on different people, maybe use down and cook a little more, and that defense can keep the offense more honest and give Kirk Cousins more chances to make some mistakes, and I think he will, and I think that's going to be the difference in this game, but I am so excited for Soft Gardner and Justin Jefferson. I could just watch, like, an Ico cam of that all day, and i would be fine.
0: All right. Uh, Atlanta hosting Pittsburgh in a game which will probably not be as much fun as either of the two preceding games, but still going to get played okay. regardless. Um, I'll yeah. go with Atlanta just because they're at home to win by a field goal here. Atlanta twenty four, Pittsburgh twenty one and again hopefully nobody forced to watch this.
1: Hopefully not. Um I am not going to break tradition and god forbid pick the Falcons. I again I don't I don't even know if I believe they can win this game and that's not even just like a slight thing. I just this team doesn't look good right now and they're not getting any healthier. I it just the Steelers can do enough it's as long as they don't beat themselves they can do enough to beat the Falcons. And I think this is a an underwhelming lower scoring game. I've got the Falcons the Falcons losing to uh, a not so impressive Steelers team. Uh Steelers up thirty one or I'm sorry, twenty-three, twenty-one, thirty-one. one. Thirty one. That's a big big number of points. Twenty three points for the Steelers. Twenty one for the Falcons.
0: All right. Um Next up, we've got uh, Philadelphia hosting Tennessee in the A.J. Brown Revenge Bowl. Um, This should be good to see if Derrick Henry can run against the Eagles. Um, Pretty stout defense. Uh, I don't think he's going to have too much success there. I think Philadelphia will get up early and force Tennessee to throw more than they'd like. and I think they keep it close and make it interesting, but uh, I'll go with the Eagles to pull out another close one. I'll say Eagles 27, Tennessee
1: 21. I think this is kind of the same vein of of just about everywhere I'm hearing. I think the Eagles winning 27-23, no one thinks this will be a high-scoring game. I mean, the the Titans just don't play high-scoring games. I think what would make this extremely interesting is if they lined A.J. Brown up in the defense and see if just the muscle memory of Ryan Tannehill throwing A.J. Brown would just work. Just a couple of times. Get a couple of picks. I don't think it's a bad idea. Maybe just run it up the flagpole and see. But um, I think they are going to find a way to slow down Derrick Henry. Obviously, that's going to be their focus all week. And then see if Tannehill can beat you. And the way they're playing right now, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. So I begrudgingly continue to pick the Eagles to win football games, 27-23. <laughs> all
0: right. Next up, we've got my Giants hosting the Commanders, uh, Giants on a two-week uh and you know, thankfully nobody flying banners over the Meadowlands yet. Yeah, two weeks of lousy football, we've had enough. But um, yeah. I do think they're going to write the ship uh, this week. I know I'm pretty sure you're going to pick the other way on this, but a um, yep. bit of a homer pick here. But I think uh, Taequann Barkley and Daniel Jones mm-hmm. will do just enough to win the South State Giants 27, Commanders 24.
1: I'm, I'm taking the Commanders to win this. I think Case Young is going to finally play football. I think it's going to it's going to give them a different life on defense. Um, they're a good player. The receivers are getting a little healthier. They're getting a better rhythm. I think they can do this. I think this is going to be a very good team to watch. I'm excited for this one um, because I think it is going to go back and forth. Saquon Barkley is going to have a good day. I think that Taylor Heineke is going to have a good day. And I think they win a close one. I think they win 30-27. to 27.
0: Right. Um, Getting to the late games. Uh, This should be a good one. Miami at San Francisco. San Francisco has been playing a lot better since they got Christian McCaffrey, although they were not quite as impressive uh, last week on offense, although the defense did uh, shut out uh, New Orleans. But I'm going to go with uh, Miami to pull the mini upset here on the road. I'll say uh, Miami. 27, and San Francisco 24 in a rematch of Super Bowl
1: 17, I think it was. Yeah. This is a, it was a tough one to pick. To you could see either way on this. Um, I, I'm going with Miami 30 over San Francisco 24. I think San Francisco is a little, little more injured. Granted, I think a lot of it is just maintenance stuff, but also – there is still the Jimmy Garoppolo factor. And if push comes to shove and he's got to throw the ball to win the game, I don't know if I like their chances. So I'll take Tua and the, the air show, the aerial attack, to win by six.
0: Seattle at the Rams, uh, how the mighty have falling for the Rams. Uh, some of the
1: yeah, games
0: seems to be off the rose for uh, Geno Smith, who's Looking a little bit more like the Geno Smith, uh, so many of us have come to know and love over the years, the last few weeks. Yeah. They're still scoring a lot of points, but, uh, I, I think they'll do just enough here. I think the Rams are just really in sad shape, especially on offense. I mean, no Matthew Stafford, their two best receivers are both on, the IR. It's their, their running back situation is a mess. I just don't see how they can, no Aaron Donald, I don't see how they hang in this game, but, uh, I'll go with Seattle 28 over Rams 20.
1: I got to say, I don't remember the last time that I've seen multiple teams within the same couple of weeks release multiple healthy running backs to go with unknown or banged up guys. Like to just want a guy out of the organization so bad that you're just like, good luck. We're releasing you out into the wild. Find anywhere else to go. Like, Really baffles me, um, but just one of many issues the Rams have. I agree. I don't. I don't think they can. They can stay competitive in this game. Yes, Seattle's come back to earth a little bit, but there is just a lot to overcome, and I don't think they're going to do it. So Geno Smith might not be lighting the world on fire. I think he'll look better this week, but I've got them winning twenty-seven to twenty. <clears throat>
0: Next, we have a rematch of. Uh... Last year's AFC Championship game, uh, Chiefs traveling on the road to Kansas City. and um, Excuse me, Chiefs on the road at Cincinnati. And I think the outcome is going to be the same. I think uh, Cincinnati went to close one. I think having Jamar Chase back will make a difference. I think there's a lot of points scored in this game, but uh, I'll go with Cincinnati 31-30 uh, to 30 over the Chiefs.
1: I got Cincinnati winning 33-30, so we're we're pretty much right in line. If Patrick Mahomes didn't have a fresh newborn baby in his house, maybe maybe I think he's sleeping a little better, a little less distracted, and focus more on the cheat on the uh, Bengals. I think a road game probably helps, but um, it, it's something that it you have to factor in along with the injuries. You got a lot of a lot of guys who it's like core injuries or leg muscle injuries, things that are just going to nag and slow them down. I think there's just enough. Joe Burrow wants this bad. Jamar Chase is going to be back. Maybe he shows up in the the game-worn LSU jersey again. You know, I I just like the energy. I think Cincinnati's coming in in the mini-upset.
0: Right. Um, Last of the Sunday afternoon games, Raiders hosting the Chargers. We remember the game uh, last year, the Week 18 game, the Sunday night game that – you know, closed out the season, and <clears throat> I think it'll be a similar outcome this time. I think the um, Raiders win it on a late field goal, hopefully in regulation time this year instead of uh, overtime. So but I'll go with the Raiders thirty or um, to over the Chargers twenty-seven.
1: Okay, um, I went with thirty-one to twenty-eight, so I've got the Raiders winning pretty much the same way. Um, my big concern is not only the the wide receiver injuries. And issues there but that's a lot of offensive line problems and that's going to make it's not like the Raiders are, are a team of Aaron Donald but they're going to make it a little more difficult for Justin Herbert and I think that the Raiders now kind of get they can win a game and I think that helps honestly more than anything so I think they'll steal one here I think it'll be a good game to watch though
0: Sunday night game, we've got Indianapolis uh, traveling to your Cowboys. I think uh, this should be one of the um, Cowboys' easier games of the season, although you know those things rarely work out the way we think they will. But I'll go with uh,
1: yeah.
0: the Cowboys to win in a mini-route here, 34-21, which is, I think, the same score yeah. I picked them to beat the Giants last week. And it was uh, <laughs> I, closer than that, but I we're... think, again, the better team will prevail. <laughs>
1: We're sort of in the uh, the same vein here. I've got them winning 35-23. I think the Colts, uh, you know, the new shine having just Saturday is kind of worn off. We're coming a little bit back to earth with Matt Ryan. And the Cowboys are on prime time. They're at home, and they're trying to woo Odell Beckham Jr., so they want to do it with a bang. And there's a lot of motivation there, be it as dysfunctional as it is. It works, and I think they come out—they come out throwing early, and they're going to put up some points. All right,
0: and then to round out the week, we've got the Monday night game with uh, Tampa Bay hosting New Orleans. Uh, Tampa Bay in first place, uh, in spite of a losing record. Um, this is looking like the NFC East did last year, and the NFC West did a number yeah. of years ago. But uh,
1: I'll yeah. go with uh,
0: Tampa Bay to get a little bit closer to respectability here. Um they've got their top two wide receivers healthy now and I think that's just enough. I'll say the Tom Brady's twenty seven and New Orleans twenty four.
1: I'm taking I'm taking the fighting New Orleans. I hope it's not Andy Dalton at quarterback, but it probably still will be. Um I'm taking the Saints to win this twenty three, twenty one. I think they a mini upset it's in Tampa Bay. It's on Monday night. There's a lot lot going for Tampa Bay here, but so they still does not look right. They still have a lot of injuries. Not having your right tackle is a real problem when you're 46-year-old old trying to run around in the pocket. Um, and the Saints don't have a bad defense. They're going to hang around. They're going to make things difficult. It's just a matter of, like, can Andy Dalton not throw six interceptions, which I'm hoping he just won't get the chance to. But we'll see. I'm going to take them 23-21. So there you have it, guys. We have have gotten you through all of the tough times of this week. We've gotten you through your daily fantasy league. We've got you through – or we're going to get you through your daily fantasy league in a minute. We've got you through season-long, fixed your waiver wire problems, your injury issues, told you who your upsets are going to be. We've given you all the tools, all the tools to win water cooler talk or your fantasy league. We've got you covered. Before we let you go, a couple of quick DFS picks. We like give you some value picks for Daily fantasy because you know who you want to start. Let's just make sure you can afford to so you can win there too. Uh, at quarterback, we talked a lot about Mike White. I think he's on track for another big game. Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff, um, both really good matchups. At running back, Brian Robinson Jr. Um, with commanders, Damian Pierce, on Houston, and David Montgomery, who I think is really my sleeper favorite of those three. Light receiver, Donovan, Peoples-Jones. I'm not sure what it's going to look like, but I'm potentially going to take a flyer on a guy who can run downfield pretty far. Uh, Elijah Moore, who statistically the last couple of years has been good with Mike White. I'm going to just ride that wave. Zay Jones and DeAndre Carter. Uh, K.M. Logan Thomas, Foster Moreau, and Hayden Hurst. And if you're looking for a defense, go for Washington. It's going to be a good pick. If the price is right. You can't beat it. So we – that's it. We've given you everything. But if you can't get enough of us, find us all over social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You can email us at the number 4 show at gmail.com. You can find the show anywhere you find your favorite podcast, download, give us a review, and it makes your heart happy. We love that. And we will be back next week at our normal time from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Good luck this week, unless of course you're playing us.